0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Lockdown Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. I don't know why I'm starting the show in a chipper mood because the Brewers laid a complete egg today. Those days are going to happen in baseball. We all know that. Uh, They lost big time today. We'll get about it. Freddie wasn't very good. Runners in scoring position was very bad. Gus Varlan took one off the face. And uh, you You are locked. are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome to the Sunday morning version of Locked On Brewers. Saturday night, we released this. Uh, of course, we're here after every Brewer game on Lockdown Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. been covering the Brewers for over 40 years uh, for WIBA Radio. Well, not for 40 years for them, but been covering the Brewers for 40 years. AP Radio, I've been with that long. So I've just been covering the team for a long, long time. And like you, I am a huge fan. But today I was a huge fan of this game just ending because it was going nowhere after Cronenworth hit his second home run of the game. Uh, appreciate all the comments that we were receiving both on YouTube And on Twitter, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Drop me a note on YouTube. I'll be providing content on the Brewers during the week and on weekend games as well. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Well, it started off well for the Brewers. And then, oh, so ever. First inning, Freddie came that was on the hill for the Brewers, and Freddie gave those right back. Uh, it was a 2-2 game, 3-3 game at one point. Jake Cronenworth in the fifth inning hit a two-run bomb off Peralta, It made it 5-3, and the Padres never trailed after that. Later in the game, uh, it was another home run that Cronenworth hit to make it 8-3 with guys on base. And that came off Holby Miller, who probably looked as bad as I've ever seen him. That was very unlike Hobie today in the seventh inning, but he was grooving pitches, Hobie was. That sidewinder was not working today. So Hobie Milner, bad Milner. As for Peralta, he had pitched so well in his first two starts of the season, and he had a clunker here. And seven of the nine hits against him came with two outs, which was a little bizarre. Yeah, he was a 3-3 tie in the fifth inning. If you get Cronenworth right there, Uh, who knows where this game turns, but he gave a two-run home run to Corona Worth with two outs, and the Padres never looked back. And again, days are going to happen, as we always say, but the Padres are a good team. I'm not going to come out here and say, well, the Padres get paid, too. Well, the Padres are a good team. They're a good team. So, winning the first two games of the series, you got money in the bank, and hopefully they can take three or four by winning tomorrow with uh, Corbin Burns on the hill. So, that was pretty much it. Gus Farland took a shot off the face later in the game line drive back through the box 105 miles an hour hit what appears to be a shoulder and then his face it ricocheted off his shoulder and into his face didn't stay in this happened in the 8th inning and we'll see how he checks out but yeah he couldn't stay in after that but he he walked off the field under his own power that's the good news that is the good news and of course we'll find out you find out more the next day on injuries like that and how he feels after a night's sleep. But uh, all the best out to Gus Varland, who uh, took that line shot 105 miles an hour, coming right back at his face. I mean, that's like a, a pitch coming at a, at, a, at a hitter at 105 miles an hour. I mean, just how dangerous that is. And you don't know when it's coming. Somebody put on Twitter, it's one of the dangers. It's the worst danger of our game. It's the worst being hit by a pitch or a line shot back through the box as what happened with... Varlin today and uh these guys uh we will see how these he, obviously this hitter than ever, uh through the boxes is, is not fun so they lost they the record to um 10 and, four, ten and five two in a row yet this year and we'll see if that can carry over to tomorrow uh, we're going to get to the the pitching matchup for tomorrow coming up here in a little bit also the box score of course, in the weekend editions, we give you a little shorter version of Lockdown Brewers, and we give you the the scoreboard, and we give or we give you the box score and tomorrow's pitchers. We do that as well. But uh, Christian Yelich went one for four, uh, had a single, put got put ducks on the pond. Brewers left those runners in scoring position after Jesse Winker rounded out weekly early in the game. Uh, Winker today in the lineup coming back after the bronchitis. He DH'd. He went uh, two uh, one for four. Um, and drove it a run there in the first inning. William Adamas went one for five. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm going through a little cold myself here. Uh, Willie Thomas went one for five, made an error at shortstop long after the game was decided. Rowdy Telez continues to hit well. Had a couple of base hits today. He went two for four. Uh, Brian Anderson went one, one for five. Uh, Garrett Mitchell, all for three, three strikeouts. Uh, Mike Brasso, uh, he pinch hit later in the game and walked. Victor Caratini was the offensive star of the game. He went 4-for-4. Four four. When Victor Caratini is your offensive star of the game and nobody else produces, uh, it's not going to be a good day, chances are. Uh, but Caratini's off to a pretty decent start as the backup catcher. Uh, Bryce Terang went 1-for-3. Good to see him get back on track. At least he got a hit today. Owen Miller went 0-for-1, over, over and uh, Weimer went 1-for-4. He's dropped his average down to 200. You know these rookies struggling. We said two weeks ago when the Brewers were in Chicago and when they're playing the Mets, <clears throat> when they're playing the Mets, that they they weren't going to stand that high. In fact, don't be surprised if maybe some of one of these guys gets sent down for a cup of coffee. Who knows? You don't know. Um, we don't know what direction it's going to head in. But pitchers are starting to adjust to these rookies. We said this a couple of weeks ago, and now it's up for the hitters to come back and ingest to the pitching, these young guys. Again, maybe there wasn't some tape out on some of these guys uh, early on in the season. Maybe a guy like Weimer, maybe there wasn't. Uh, so that's where maybe the pitching coaches and the opposing pitchers now, they're doing their homework and they're studying these guys. Uh, and Garrett Mitchell as well, who there was tape on him from last year. And there's minor league tape too for uh, on some of these guys, but... Um, there's an adjustment that has to be made. There's adjustment, a chess match that goes back and forth. Craig Council has talked about that before, and, and maybe that's what's happening now. It's the Brewers' turn with these young guys to readjust. So Woody takes the loss, uh, not good. Uh, again, a lot of 2 out base hits that happened. Seven out of the nine were 2 out base hits against Freddie. Five innings, nine hits, five earned runs. Uh, Pyamps got in the game, gave him a hit in one inning. Pyamps couple times out there, he looked a little confused. I don't know what that was all about. Uh, Hobie Miller, yeah, one of his, one of the, the eye test, the Freeman eye test said it was not one of his best outings as a brewer. All right, any genius can figure that one out. One hit, two, uh, one inning, two hits, three runs. Gus Farland, two-thirds of it inning, gave up a run. And then Guerra uh, walked three guys. <coughs> Excuse me, Guerra came in there in a tough spot, having to come in for Varlin after Varlin went down and uh warm up in front of 40,000 and looked a little shaky out there, gave up the three walks. That's the, the worst he's looked all year long. So bottom line is a loss is a loss. Move on to tomorrow's game. Uh, let's read some of the tweets here briefly. Uh, some of the tweets here, um, I put toward the end of the game, I said, well, at 8-3, I said, well, this one is over. And then Wayne said, uh, Wayne said, didn't the Brewers come back? Down five last year with a big rally in the ninth inning. Yeah, they did. Some days you just know it's not happening. And if that game would have ended, you could have called the, the called that game, but it was eight-three after the Cronenworth home run. I would have said, okay. Five-three, no. Eight-three. It was like, yeah, they're not coming back. That was like being down 25 in a in an NBA game. You're not coming back from that in the second half. Uh, Rob says it was tough. It was not going to be easy. It was not, it was not, it was going to be tough to sweep San Diego. Just one of those days. Fresh start tomorrow. I agree. Uh, Buck Crewe says, "How about that clutch hit from the twenty-five million dollar man?" Hey, Chuck, get us right back in the ball game. Not. He's talking about how Yelich failed with the bases loaded, and then, <clears throat> and then uh, they did get a run out of that inning, I believe on a walk, uh, that tied the game. Uh, a walk to Winker tied the game up there. So, um, yeah, brook, yeah, it could have been a nice if Yelks would have came through with the bases juice there. Maybe the momentum of that game would have turned a little bit, but, uh, it was not the case. Um, pop rock says great work on the lockdown Brewers podcast player. Thank you. Just win the series. And that's what they're up to win the series. We're good with that. Um, uh, pitchers and pitchers, right on. Young guys are starting to look young for the first time this year. A ton of hits as a team, but not driving in the runs today. That's baseball. Yeah, it is. Runners was scoring with runners and um, key hits with runners in scoring position today. Did not happen. Chuckles writes, I don't get the decision to let Peralta face Cronenworth in the fifth inning. Seemed like his day was done. I did, too. And then they kept him in after the home run there, too, which I, I was a little surprised at. Um, he got out of it. But, uh, yeah, Pitched in the fifth inning. I think that, you know, Freddie is going to have to work through these things. And, yeah, pitch him in the fifth inning, tough call. But this is where the maturity of Freddie as a pitcher has to come. He's got to get through Cronenworth there. And uh, with two outs, you're hoping that he could make a pitch there. And we're we're going to the top of the sixth in a 3-3 game. Uh, Let's see. Uh, That was pretty much it. That was pretty much into the comments today. Let's check this other page here. Uh, yeah, that's it. Well, will appreciate all the comments as always. Uh, the Woodruff update. Uh, no surgery needed. That's the good news. But we were talking last night about how it potentially could not be good news for Woodruff. And he's got a subscapular strain, grade two, in his right shoulder, which means he ain't be pitching in 15 days. So they're going to take it day by day. He won't be throwing for a while, according to Craig. Woody um, said that at the end of the day, he's going to be fine. We'll see. But as Craig said last night, you could replace Woody's in a play. And he breaks it. So. Colin Ray is going to make the start Tuesday. He earned another start, but he's going to earn the start on Tuesday when the Brewers are in Seattle. So we'll take it day by day, week by week, but a strain in the right shoulder is not good. At least it wasn't a tear. So no surgery needed, some rest, and he won't be pitching for a while. Uh, How long, who knows, but he's not coming back in 15 games. Uh, What else happened here? Um, That's pretty much it. Yeah, this was a dud of a game 10 to 3. And again, I'm glad it went over three hours. He had a couple of delays in that game. That's could have been the reason why as well. So, um, Corbin Burns pitches tomorrow. Corbin, uh, was great last week or earlier in the week, I should say. Yeah, this is Saturday, Sunday. Last Monday, he was great uh, in Arizona. Through the first seven innings, gave up one hit. Through eight innings, gave up three hits. Uh, he'll be on the mound trying to take three of four tomorrow. I love having Burns trying to close out the series on Sunday. And then they move on to Seattle on Monday night. Uh, Chris Flexen, who just got crushed by the Cubs the other day at his last start, uh, went, let's see, what he went here. He went, I believe it went like two and a third, two and a third innings, eight runs on 10 hits at Wrigley Field. Chris Flexen, the starting pitcher for the Padres, just got destroyed in his last outing. So hope that trend continues on Sunday. Burnsy, give us one. Let's take three of four, head on to Seattle, and finish off the road trip with three games against the Mariners. Hey, I'm Chuck Freeman. Thanks for making us part of your day. I know it's the weekend. We make the weekend versions a little shorter because you all got a lot of stuff to do. I'm going through a little bit of a sickness this week, so I appreciate you all hanging in there. Thanks for making Lockdown Brewers your first listen. All you everydayers out there, you guys out there who listen and watch this show, I appreciate the comments. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on the YouTube page, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Google or Spotify or Apple. There's a ton of sites out there that drop this show, and I just love the fact that you guys follow us uh, every day and listen to the show we drop it this one and uh looking forward to talking to you tomorrow night in game four of that four game set in san diego chuck freeman you've been listening to locked on Locked podcast network